This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Thank you so much for joining us again on the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. This is part two of three healthy ways to discipline your teenagers so they will follow Jesus. So um, it is so important that we discipline our teenagers in a healthy way because there are healthy ways and unhealthy ways. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, uh, can you recall your least favorite act of discipline that you received as a, uh, not as a child, but as a youth that, mm. uh, can you recall like, uh, while you're thinking, I remember mm-hmm. my brother mm. one time coming home with a C on a report card <laughs> and I watched my parents cancel his entire life. Mm. And I realized that all I need to do is watch him and say, mm. I do not want my life ever canceled the way his life was just canceled. And I never brought home a C because... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You never had a C or you never brought home a C? No, That's no, I never question. had one. Oh, it was okay. enough. It was, I was so afraid gotcha. of my parents canceling my life. Yeah. Uh, and because I watched them do it to him that I, I'm, I will never get a C. Mm. <laughs> mm, my yeah. least favorite um i don't know i was relatively compliant oh you were oh okay all right you know uh, your least favorite actually shapes you yeah more, right uh well my least favorite and why i was compliant i hate disappointing people mm, okay. still to this day okay and so all it took was a couple of Jared, I'm so disappointed in your decisions, uh-huh. and uh, that fixed that real uh-huh. quick. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. You know, uh, ironically, I've got a little story about that, that uh, pastoral story. Uh, when uh, Jared was um, leading worship, I called an audible one time, <laughs> and I did it because there were things going on that I was disciplining, but they had nothing to do with him. They were related to... Um, other people's problems. Other people that were in, they just were not yielding in the way they needed to yield. So I called an audible and uh, disrupted everything. But the comedy of it, I had no idea that that Jared was thinking, what did I do wrong? Uh-huh. I thought he knew I was disciplining other nope. people. And it wasn't until later, I don't, was it, I don't know, it was that night or something, that week or something, that, that uh, you know, you were asking, what did I do wrong? And I, uh, you know, I'm so, you didn't do a thing wrong. There was others that needed discipline. <laughs> and I was bringing it. Hey, man, I was that guy that in school, if there was a group group project yeah that if my group bailed on me oh. i would do it i got it yeah <laughs> i was that guy yeah so. that's that's hilarious <laughs> oh okay so proverbs chapter 3 verses 11 and 12 says my son do not despise the lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof for the lord reproves him who love whom he loves as a father the son in whom he delights so the scripture mm-hmm. is proposing that um that the father who disciplines his son loves his son. Mm. And that one way you can uh, discern God's love, his commitment to a person's life is that they are being disciplined by the Lord. 
Um, so Solomon's proposing that discipline is an expression of God's love. It's all just like it's an expression of a father's love. So why, why do you think that um, it that it's so important that a father express his love through not just through acceptance mm-hmm. and through affirmation, which we are all for, mm-hmm. but through discipline. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think it is actually dishonoring to your children to not um, warn them about maybe pitfalls that you fell into. Mm. And so, you know, I think about biblical scriptures. You know, I'm not sure that Abraham ever fully learned his lesson from prostituting his wife. <laughs> and he did it twice. So Walk much before me and be blameless, Abraham. <laughs> so much so <laughs> that his son repeated <laughs> His mistake. And so it's just a... Did you know that the Lord actually threatened him? Um, it, 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 I, I, that story is so fascinating to me because at one time the Lord told Abraham, Abraham, walk before me and be mm. blameless so that I can fulfill all the promises I gave to you. And yeah. the, 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 the thought is there, if you don't... I won't be able to fulfill the promises I gave you, so I need you to do this. And Abraham didn't. Pick up, and so, pick up the slack. <laughs> so what? So what the Lord did? He said, "Man, this isn't working." Abraham, he's just not getting it. So with the second go around, with what he said is, "I know what'll get Abraham. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill Abimelech. I'm gonna kill the guy that he farms his wife out to." And so the Lord says to Abimelech, "You're a dead man." And you know that that finally got through to Abraham? Mm. What finally got through to him was that if I do this again, God is going to start killing people mm. around me. <laughs> and that seemed to be the final thing. That was the last straw. It was. It finally said, okay, don't do that again. Mm. You, you just never know what, what it really is going to cause a person to repent. Yeah. But that seemed to be the thing that God got finally got to him is, oh, the Lord's not going to kill me. He's going to kill people around me mm. if I keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were telling a story. No, that, that, uh, it's just that's uh, <laughs> if we don't warn our kids mm. and help them avoid those pitfalls, yeah, they will repeat them. Yeah, um, sometimes in different ways, but mm-hmm. they will repeat them. Now that being said, you cannot protect your children from everything, right? And sometimes they need to have that experience to learn. Um, but it's usually good for you to give them warnings along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, right. So. Yeah. With, without the warnings, they don't know where the lines are at. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they have yeah. to learn where yeah. the lines are at. And um, maybe the next question is, why do you think some form of pain mm-hmm. is required for youth to learn? Now, it could be physical pain, but it mm-hmm. also could be emotional pain. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think some form of pain is required for youth to learn? Um, uh, <laughs> pain is memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really when no, it comes right. down yeah. to it, pain is more memorable. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, it's more lasting. I, the, in the, in the illustration I gave, I watched the pain mm-hmm. of my brother. His whole life was canceled <laughs> for that C that he brought home yeah. on a report card. And that pain transferred to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, never want to experience that pain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, for instance, uh, dirty laundry on my brother. Are we ready? Here we go. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, he got a touch too disrespectful one time with my mom. Mm, yeah. And I remember my dad putting him on the ground. 
<laughs> and that was enough pain for and, you. And uh, I saw that and said, I don't need to experience that. Um, <laughs> and so I never had to experience that. Yeah. Um, but, and my brother didn't either. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't, you know, my, my brother is a great person. He just crossed the line. Mm-hmm. It's just what it was. Um, and so, um, it was memorable yeah. and it uh, didn't happen again. If, if as a father, you will discipline your children, let mm-hmm. me tell you at some point God will take over. Yeah. Now I had a father that disciplined us. Mm-hmm. He loved us, but mm-hmm. he disciplined us. Yeah. And, and uh, let, let me be clear. What my dad did was not abuse. It no. was necessary. Well, the Lord he was willing to do things that people might consider abuse. Yeah. I mean, that story I told of, of uh, I'm going to start killing people around yeah. you, Abraham. That, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. so, but let me, let me share a story on my own life. Um, so my father, he did discipline us. Uh, we knew where the lines were, but he loved us. It was, we, we knew mm-hmm. I was healthy. Um, but in college, I was that kid and I had a Chevy Nova with a 350 engine in it. Mm-hmm. This thing could move. It could beat a Camaro, <laughs> by the way. I know because I tried. Um, and I was coming back to school one year on Highway 13. It was a two-lane road back then. Mm-hmm. And there was a line of cars. So um, there's no getting ahead. Yeah. But I had a 350 engine. Mm-hmm. So I could get one car length ahead. Yeah. And I was exercising the muscle of that car and I would just just go just zoom around one car and get one car ahead mm-hmm. for entertainment and I heard the Holy Spirit's voice so clearly say stop that <laughs> and it was just very very clear yeah he said stop that don't don't do that again <laughs> and you know what I did I did it again mm. and I heard the vo- Holy Spirit's voice say stop that mm-hmm. and you know what I did I did it again and the third time, the Holy Spirit did not say, stop that. Instead, I received an instantaneous migraine that almost made me black out. Mm. And I don't get those. Mm-hmm. That's how I knew it was God. This yeah. is, I don't get those. Yeah. I don't get migraine. I don't. And I, I thought, I'm going to black out on the road while passing mm. another car. Mm. And I said to the Lord, oh, I'm sorry, I quit. <laughs> migraine left. Boom. Mm. Now, that's God saying, mm-hmm. I will go to extreme lengths yeah. to get you to not cross these kinds of lines with mm-hmm. me. Now, that's just a personal experience. If you're walking with the Lord, you've got these experiences of mm-hmm. when the Lord um, came in and you knew God was about to mm-hmm. really drop the bomb on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what the scripture says. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof for the Lord reproves him whom he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us at our new service times at 9.30 a.m. and still for our live stream or in person at 11.30.